Yes. Hello and uh, welcome back to another fine episode, I guess, of the Dead Red Herring podcast. Once again, into your living room, ears, or whatever. Into your soul. Mm. Into your... Mm. A- you know, it's like one of them eldritch horror thingies that will slither its way in. Through where? Only imagination can tell. Depending on the country, there's many orifices. <laughs> it depends. Is it a hentai or not? Exactly. <laughs> but uh, that's not why we're here. No. Don't enough of you have. No. Exactly. <laughs> Eller? Eller? Or? Or, or are we? No, uh, actually, since uh, the world's gone to hell in a, in a pandemic, <laughs> sort of. And a handbasket. <laughs> hell in a handbasket. It's gone to heck in a handbasket. Yeah. Uh, no, we're thinking about, you know, changing perspectives a bit. Instead of just rambling on about uh, happenings in uh, current time. Yeah media and whatever because honestly it's not really that much fun or interesting you get enough of that online anyways too much doom and gloom if you ask me yes so instead we're we've been discussing and actually agreed upon going the route of talking about well of course more interesting things in our opinion yeah but uh, especially talking about our games, as we've had one episode before where we've been talking about this, uh, but to actually make that sort of the main focus for now, yeah, moving onwards. From now on, until we find something else we can, something fun we can agree upon. Ah, let's talk about this this time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, mostly we're going to focus on our own our own little abominations creations yeah I mean. and and i i think we could actually summarize it if we need to have a title for it in lack of better words mm-hmm. just game creation yeah to have that as the subject matter at hand um and especially since both you and i have our own creations in the works mhm uh, and I guess one that is sort of a co-op. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I I see uh, the uh, the latest pitch I gave with the uh, sort of nineteen thirties diesel punk. Yeah, exactly. And and I think oddly enough, it really dabbles or not dabbling, but uh, it is. Uh, unconsciously has become a little bit of a mix between our our own uh, solo creations. Both of our creations. Yeah, which is kind of fun, I think. Exactly, and since your thing is superheroes, yeah. my thing, I th- would say, is more just creating interesting worlds to play in. Mm-hmm. Also, sort of history, because one of the reasons why I enjoy uh, the... Uh, the settings I've been working with so far is because I enjoy the uh, alternate timeline, so to say, the the uh, what-ifs. Yeah. And the thing I've been working on for myself 
has been this sort of steampunk-ish game or setting rather i am making my own rules and mechanics <laughs> game mechanics system for it you're making your own rules here yes <laughs> but the reason why i actually went that way is because i enjoy the the setting of western mm-hmm. and the late victorian era or the late victorian period yeah it, it it's a, these strange periods in humanity uh where technology is sort of becoming this major thing more major than it has been before because uh you were getting of course you had the steam engine and all of these mechanical marvels uh that that just becomes part of everyday life in another way uh, or in a way that it hasn't been before. Mm. And combining that with the, uh, I guess I have to say the, the mythos of the West, the, the, the final frontier or whatever you might say. Um, <laughs> Space. Uh, actually, the West was the final frontier before Star Trek. <laughs> but what about the West space? What about West life? What about West side? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. What about Westkusten? The riktiga kusten. Yeah. West coast is the real coast in Sweden. Yep. Changed my mind. Because, yes, because the East coast, that's not by the sea, that's by a ginormous lake. Yep. Changed my mind. It's not even salt water in that lake. I'm trying to f- remember what what it's called when it's half sweet water, half salt water. Uh, in English, I have no clue. This is the sound of me not googling that shit. <laughs> Good. That would be ridiculous. But if I were to Google it, I would say it is called brackish water. Ah! Good thing you didn't Google it, then. Exactly. On the top of my head. (laughs) And with some editing magic, whoop! What the hell just happened? Yeah, trying to go back to the the, uh, main point here. (laughs) In my opinion... The combination of the uh, Western setting mm-hmm. with the steampunk setting. Yeah. I, I love that combination. It, it's sort of like putting Western into space. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's like, well, yeah, it, but because what, what I like most about that, uh, that era in time, it, it's modern, but still historical, if you... If you know what I mean. I, I see your point. So, it's you, you can play around, and since we are we are adding punk into this, so we can just... <laughs> yeah, own rules and all that. Fuck your physics. Exactly. <laughs> Screw the rules, I have money. Screw the rules of gravity, I have money. <laughs> but yeah. But I, but I totally agree. It's like, it, it is a very cool setting to have these things play out. 
Yeah, and the reason why I do like the punk setting, and that could be, I mean, anything from uh, steampunk to diesel, cyber, biopunk. The, the punk part, it makes it really interesting because you know you're allowed to bend the rules. Yeah. You're allowed to make these impossible things. And still not break immersion. Mm -hmm. At least not necessarily break it. I've actually been, not been struggling a bit with this part. Because as much as I do love history. And I sort of... The reason I want to do things in a punkish way. Is because I love history. But I don't want to play in a historical setting. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because... Having having a, a game or, or a setting that relies upon real history, in my opinion, just locks you in. Yeah. And makes it like you you can't really create your own story in a sense because at some point straying too far off the beaten path will mean that you're a breaking uh history. Yeah. So it's like, oh, uh, we conquer the West, but uh, instead of having the, I don't know, the, the Trail of Tears, there is instead a, an alliance with the natives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually. Yeah, so I mean, that might have been a more preferable way in the outcome of history, but that's not what happened. No, exactly. Um, but did Custer get his revenge? That's the question. <clears throat> <laughs> we'll leave that one to the archives. <laughs> <laughs> but instead, if you have a, a punkish setting, mm. especially if you also uh, create your own world, which is heavily in, in influenced or inspired by the real world uh, version. Yeah. Then you can still have your own story to be told without any sort of limitations. Mm. It's, it's also, just to make another example, I do not like games that take place in any of Tolkien's... Uh, worlds or stories for instance like for in for instance um the the third age mm. that I, I or the the first age the second whatever anything within the creation of tolkien i don't like to play games in that because the story is already set yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can't really do anything um, major in that setting without it possibly breaking the established story. Mm. So it's like, oh no, we went on a raging spree through the mountains and uh, killed off some goblins and a goblin king. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, a dragon. Let's steal his treasure, and oh, we got the Arkenstone. No, no, no. 
now we really strain from uh, yeah. So honestly, you can have games take place in settings like that. You can have historical games. Yeah. And depending on how you actually do it, it doesn't need to break established history or the already established story. But in my mind, it's such a great hindrance. Yeah, I, I agree on that because you you all always gonna have this this little this little reminder that uh, either that you're breaking history or that what you're doing is just an alt- alternate timeline of what really happened because this really happened and that could be also mm-hmm. be uh, a little uh, off putting so to say. Yeah. If you again, have an established if, history, that is. Yeah. But but then again, yeah, the, it, it, that is a difference between then having an alternate, um, sort of alternate history and alternate timeline. Because alternate history, that, that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. But, but alternate timeline that, okay, you did, you did this now, but these characters r- did it for real in that story. And before you know it, you have the fucking Kelvin timeline. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah. You're messing with timelines now, son. (laughs) So, I'm I'm not saying don't have games like that. If you like that kind of games, go for it. Mm. If you find it enjoyable, I'm not gonna say no. I, this is just a prefer, we're, we're talking about preferences. And my preference is I make something completely uh, unique or something completely my own. Yeah, because we we, we are... There's a difference in us playing that kind and creating that kind. Yes. So, happily play it if you do it well. Yeah. I mean, I do have fun with... Uh, these sort of special forces World War Two scenarios, <laughs> <laughs> fighting of zombies and stuff like that. That was fun, yeah. yeah. That was very fun. But at the same time, I mean, it would that count as uh, alternate world or alternate timeline? Well, now we're entering the real fun uh, genre, or quote-unquote genre, of hidden world, or hidden history, hidden timeline. Something that, well, like you said, our that book we were supposed to uh, fetch, that we threw at the bad guys, anyway, um, <laughs> and our... Um, our brother in arms who was uh, bitten by these things well top men took care of him <laughs> so yeah the, now we have entered the really fun part of hidden hidden world hidden history oh hey guys you know that macguffin that the whole adventure circled around the the whole thing you were there to get to complete the mission yeah you just fucked that up we panicked Well, at least it's better to panic like that than just slit the throat of any soldier you capture. Was he our captain or 
Nah, he was just a a, a psychotic member of the group. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the thing that happened was that one player, he uh, suddenly thought it was a really good idea to slit the throat of one of two captured soldiers that the group were pressing for information. And he justified it with, well, I cut his throat to scare the other one to spill the beans. <laughs> hey, kids, have you ever committed war crime? <laughs> Would you like to? <laughs> uh, now you have <laughs> what can I say it was kind of fucked up <laughs> where is your Geneva convention now well you see in this timeline the Geneva conventions were never signed <laughs> ah fuck and according to a friend of ours the US did not sign that many of them anyways so <laughs> but we're, we weren't were we? U.S. soldiers? It was a combined group. You, you were allied soldiers. I was Scottish. Yeah, well. I was Angus. The two meter Scot Scottish man that couldn't jump, climb, or even run. But he, but, <laughs> he but did by, a mean worm, though. He did a mean worm, and by God, he could blow up a dynamite. I thought we were just going to say he could blow up. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> That's true. Mm. That is also true. So. But yeah. But, kind, but, kind, kind of lost, lost the, the, the uh, thread on, on alternative timelines and stuff. But yeah. But, but, sort of trying to, to get back to that point. Um, <laughs> All right, get back now. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I said, hidden. Timelines, because then you have uh -huh. well, history says that this happened, but what really happened? Ooh, ooh! Gandhi was actually the one to develop the nuclear weapons. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it checks out. Fucker, psychotic. I mean, th there's a reason to why you you always kill Gandhi as soon as you can when you're playing a game of Civ. Hey, that's what the Brits said also. Not really, but but I, I get yeah. your point. <laughs> well, I must say, there's a reason we kill Gandhi as soon as possible. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Moving Kill away from genocide. Killing Indian people aside. Let, let's, let's go over to talking about heroes. Yes. There is a connection to make with the both alternate history, the uh, punk-ish side of creation, and hidden history, or hidden timelines, yeah. Uh, when it comes to superheroes, because as established, the superhero genre it usually has a foot in the real world, mm -hmm. or at least it uses the real world as a sort of uh, base setting or, or stepping stone into whatever story it wants to tell. Well, it's like reality plus. Yes, and I'm not sure how connected this is. It's connected in my head, at least, but here, here, here's my thoughts. Um, speaking of history or Timeline Plus or whatever, uh, when it comes to superheroes or impossible technology, hidden, mysterious, supernatural things or anything like that, mm. 
totally forgot what I was going to say. Fuck. <laughs> Don't worry. I had a point in this. A thread will come back sooner or later. It's all about the impossible. Uh, and it, it's about accepting the impossible. It's suspension of disbelief. Yeah. One problem I can have from time to time is to keep this uh, suspension of disbelief going. Mm. Uh, it, it's like either it needs to be really way over the top or it it's um, I don't want to say that it shouldn't be anything at all because at that point it's kind of halfway boring not necessarily but kind of yeah uh but but there is this fine line or gray area whatever I should call it where it's not really to the point where it's uh it's not over the top but also it's not really that impressive it's just above the level of what could be plausible mm. but just outside of that area so that you know that's not possible but they try to make it seem like it's possible yeah but- uh there there are certain aspects of this that Earlier, I I had no problems with it, but today I get really pissed, almost, whenever it happens. (laughs) For example, silencers or suppressors for guns in Hollywood movies. (laughs) You see, this is a thing, it's within this area where it's, it is, so to say, plausible, but it's not possible. for, For instance, there's a scene... In uh, John Wick, mm-hmm. where uh, he walks through, I'm, I'm not sure if it's a, a mall or, it's a crowded place. And he has a bad guy on a another level above him. Yeah. Do you know the scene? I think, yeah, I, I know that scene, because... And, and they, they keep walking, they both have their guns with suppressors, and they sort of, like, shoot at each other, and, and you hear this typical Hollywood... <laughs> and no one in the public bats an eye. They, they don't even realize they're shooting. <laughs> Another day in the States, I guess. <laughs> and the thing is that it is sort of possible to get that low level of sound and even less. But I don't think they were having those kind of guns. Yeah, but but you have that. You need, first of all, to have more or less a subsonic twenty-two caliber round mm. in a weapon that is built as a full uh fully suppressed weapon like the whole barrel is more or less just a suppressor yeah like the sten rifle um actually more like the well rod yeah. and if if you know what the well rod pistol is then you can see that one actually can be as quiet as that mm. The problem here is that both John Wick and the bad guy are using at least 9mm. <laughs> yeah. And 
no matter what you do, those guns will sound like if you crack a whip. Yeah. That is at least a level of sound, but it, I don't think they're using subsonic ammunition, so um, yeah, it's going to be loud. Yeah. So, and, and this is the, the example I, I give because a lot of people have no problem with it. For a lot of people, this is absolutely within the suspension of disbelief, They or even they believe this is what it sounds like when you're shooting a gun with a suppressor. <laughs> I guess we can say Hollywood realism then. Yeah. It's, but for me, uh, being the uh, sort of stupid gun nut that I am, <laughs> I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> you, you have so many good things within the John Wick movies, like the way he actually uses his gun, the, the whole gun foo kind of... I mean, Keanu Reeves actually did superb training in preparation for the role of John Wick, he actually uses real gun techniques. Mm -hmm. And and then you have a scene like that. <laughs> it's like, oh, it just destroys my suspension. Breaks the flow, doesn't it? Yeah. Or you can have another pet peeve of mine, also a gun-related issue, <laughs> and suppressor. Related. <laughs> I was worrying you're gonna bring this up. Actually, yeah. I wasn't worried. Sup I was hoping for it. Actually, suppressors on a revolver. <laughs> and if you don't understand why I have a pet peeve with this, it's because the Try whole it. reason why a suppressor works is because um, it disperses the gas that exits the uh, barrel and you instead of you having a big blast going out and producing a shockwave the whole snap because it breaks the sound barrier you disperse uh, the the gas in a way that it lowers the velocity and thus you don't have as much of a crack. Mm. Uh, it, I mean, instead of maybe, uh, I don't know, 190 decibels, the, the, I, I think that's way louder than it actually is, but you might go down a couple of magnitudes, so instead you might get 120 decibels. Mm. Now, don't, don't quote me on those numbers. I'm just pulling them out of my ass at the moment. <laughs> I should have maybe, you know, be better prepared, but that's, that's beside the point. Illusion is a great ass puller. Yeah. Uh, the reason it doesn't work on a revolver, a lot of gun mechanic theory here right now. Uh, instead of role-playing related yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was but, gonna say, how does this fit in? Yeah, the, no, the, the reason why it doesn't work on a revolver is because of, there is a gap between the cylinder where you actually load the bullet and the barrel of the gun. So you have gas that escapes at that point in, and not just at the end of the barrel in the front. Hmm. So even if you put a suppressor on it, it's not gonna really do any good because you're still gonna have <laughs> the gas escape between the, the cylinder and the barrel, so... Just gonna pop somewhere yeah. else, really. Yeah. And that's why you never hold your finger 
along the side of a revolver because you're going to lose that finger in that case. <laughs> well, so yeah, the, those are examples of when, when the suspension of disbelief breaks up. We have talked about suspension of disbelief before, so yeah. We, we, uh... we have. But to, to actually have this related to the game topic, mm. in my steampunk western-ish game, I have spent many an hour on the the uh, the weapons. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's actually been sort of a problem for me because I have been focusing way too much on realism instead of focusing on what's fun. Yeah. Uh, because I, I really love historical weapons. And that's why somehow I want to stay as true as I can to the real works of them. Mm-hmm. So I've been looking at a lot of turn-of-the-century rifles, pistols, revolvers, how they work, what their design, how their design is, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then we had the, the, the punkish part of the setting, where it was trying to figure out what would be a valid alternative to gunpowder. So I've been looking at a lot at uh, air rifles. And did you know there's actually a air rifle that mm-hmm. it was actually more effective uh, than its uh, black powder counterparts? Cool. Yeah. It's really interesting to see. So that's why I've kind of been looking at, would it be a viable option to have this uh, if you didn't really have access to gunpowder? So stuff like that. And uh, along the way, I kind of just forgot about the whole suspension of disbelief part. Like, how much is it acceptable to move away from real physics for stuff uh, without really explaining or just ignoring real physics. Yeah, I I guess you're going to come to a point when uh, developing these things, you're just going (laughs) to sit there and like, what the hell is going on right now? Yeah. When did gravity suddenly flip 90 degrees? (laughs) I mean, I, I already have this one wonder thing that makes impossible stuff possible. Uh, like, I, I want to be able to explain why you have airships, for mm. example. But at some point, I've kind of lost track of that part and, and just couldn't really see the... Uh, the fun part or, or the, the, the whether or not I could allow myself to actually have a thing I know is not possible be possible mm. without any, you know, real nuts and bolts explanation of why it is like that. Yeah. Or it's kind of hard to explain, but I, I hope you understand what I mean. Yeah, I think, uh, at least I, <laughs> at least I mm. understand <clears throat> what you mean, because, yeah, how it is like that. How much, this is going to sound harsh, contrivity 
do you want to sacrifice for realism and how much realism are you willing to sacrifice for, well, making wondrous things work? Is contrived even a word? I did you no- just make up a word? I just did. Simsalabim, motherfucker. <laughs> it is now. I allow so- it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Guess I'll-, I'll use it from here on out. It's kind of like when comparing the steampunk game to the other, our collab project, yeah. uh, which it's also a superhero game. But it's the setting is more of a 1930s with, I guess, diesel punk ish mm. to yeah, it. Yeah, I would say it is very much diesel punk, very much diesel punk. Mm. For for some reason, I don't really have the same problems getting stuck in physics in that, and I think it's. A bit because of the whole superhero aspect to it. Yeah. It's very liberating, isn't it? It is. It's like, when, whenever you read a comic, you allow yourself to ignore the uh, boundaries of reality. Mm. And I came back to this conclusion the other day when I sat down and and played some Just Cause 3. Because (laughs) there is no fucking way in hell that you could actually do any of the stuff you can do in that game. It's Bavarium. It's Bavarium. (laughs) I don't need to explain shit. (laughs) Exactly. This uh, wondrous material that that allows you to break physics. Apparently. Well, it, it, it's like the picture, uh, speaking of superheroes, it's like the picture I've seen of uh, uh, Marvel's Hank Pym. And I think it's a reskin of the old Dungeons & Dragons Dungeon Master, but it's Pym particles, I don't need to explain shit. Mm-hmm. And it's magic, I don't need to explain shit. It's radiation, we don't know how to explain shit. Exactly. I mean, oh, get bitten by a radioactive spider and suddenly... stuff. <laughs> And now we can oh, climb I'm... walls and don't get leukemia? <laughs> I've been exposed to high levels of gamma radiation. Suddenly I turned big, green, and angry. But no leukemia. I mean, Lucky the levels of radiation, gamma radiation, that Bruce Banner was exposed to should have made him turn into a pile of goo. Yeah. Quite literally. He would become the new elephant's foot. Exactly. Or, yeah, I mean, just just take a look at Fallout, especially Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How radiation works in that game. I mean, if radiation actually worked that way, anyone that was on the ground at the Chernobyl disaster would have turned into a fucking superhero. Yeah. Or a ghoul. Well, they did turn into ghouls, sort of. Yeah. In a sense. Sort of. Short-lived, but yeah. ghouls nonetheless. <laughs> hey, I'm losing my skin. What is this? Smooth skin. <laughs> I mean, if radiation worked like it it does in the Marvel Universe or in the Fallout Universe, yeah. I bet you every fucker would be... Doing his worst to actually lick the elephant's foot <laughs> in hope of gaining a superpower. 
Step right up, step right up, try your luck. <laughs> Will we get I an mean, extra arm superpower or die? Lick the elephant's foot, come on, step <laughs> right up. I mean, the whole reason why the Soviet Union set up uh, a no-go zone around the reactor wasn't because of the threat of radiation. It was because they didn't want to have a a throng of uh, people trying to become superheroes. <laughs> it yeah. was not to make have people remain safe. It was not to create superhumans. <laughs> Dude for the vine, bro. <laughs> now, wouldn't that be something? Would yeah, that would be something. Hmm. Ideas are springing to my head. So, how do you get your super strength? I licked the elephant's foot. <laughs> and the tumor? Yep. The tumor also. <laughs> Actually, my muscles are tumors. <laughs> I call him Herbert. <laughs> I talk to him when I get lonely. <laughs> Just kidding. His name's Bob! <laughs> he hates when I call him Herbert. But yeah, superheroes, I guess. Yeah. Elephant's yeah. <laughs> It checks out. It it does. I guess we actually could revisit the whole topic of suspension of disbelief and stuff like that in the context of game creation. Yeah. And, uh, of course, moving forwards, take a bit more of a look into the different genres, game mechanics, <laughs> stuff like that. And, um... Perhaps status report what we where we both are. Yeah, I mean, of course, ha- have a deeper dive into the game. Even though I think there is at least one episode where we did a deeper dive, but well, you know, we have come no. a little bit uh, since we've been there. So I and, and I think there's no shame in revisiting and mm-hmm. freshing up the memories of yeah. the good folk. <laughs> the good book. The good what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of let's talk about disbelief, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about real angels. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, let's. Speaking of suspension of disbelief, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, fake. Isn't so, that amazing? Yeah, I mean, it. it I never thought I'd say this, but it is fun to read the Bible. Well, it it sure is interesting to read certain parts of it. I mean, if, if someone has time on their hands, I recommend Book of Revelation and uh, I don't remem- remember which chapter, but Ezekiel. Yeah, and always make sure to check out Proverbs chapter 32, I think it is. Yeah, now you got me interested. <laughs> Right. I'm going to leave you to that. But... Let me just fin- if, fetch my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> if any of the things we've been talking about now actually piques your interest, let us know, and uh, we'll continue bringing more discussions about this. Because, honestly, I'd rather sit and talk about game creation and tabletop role-playing games rather than whatever fucked up things happening in gaming news or whatever because honestly it's more or less always the same kind of shit yeah it's always disappointments it's always someone fucked up someone got butt hurt and now they're just gonna complain about it 
Yeah, hang on. You don't really want us to sit and complain about it also. I mean, th there's... I mean, unless you want to. God knows how many other that actually does this for a living. And I think that... Let's leave it to them. Yeah. But with that said, do you want to add something to this? Not at the moment. I think we've went on, yeah, several tangents. Yeah. I think we... As we do. As we do. But I think, yeah, I think we, we, we can save a little bit to future, future endeavors. But uh, I really don't have anything substantial to add to this. Do you ever? I'm sorry, that was mean. That was mean, fuck you. That, that was mean, I, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. Well, you know what? You do this by yourself, then. <laughs> no, 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 don't be like that. Just remember, Proverbs chapter 34. Proverbs chapter 32. Mine stops at 31. <laughs> oh, you mother... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you got me. <laughs> well. <laughs> well played, Padre. Well played. <laughs> Proverbs, chapter 47. Uh, what's the rules of acquisition? I don't remember. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, as I said, if this is something that piques your interest, let us know, and and if you don't, you'll let us know, find we our stuff. To do it. Yeah, and you'll find our stuff on YouTube and Red Circle, <sighs> Bitshoot. Don't look at a uh, at Twitter because. I don't think that account is going to be staying very much longer. Abandon ship. Twitter. Abandon ship. Yeah. Uh, either find us on uh, Minds. I, we have a Gab account. But I'm waiting for Parler to come back. We all do. We all do. Anyways, stay tuned. Let us know what you think. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye.